fish on. We went to Gibby's cabin and we actually made our own fishing rods. Well, three of the five we got done there. And I tied a couple flies while we were up there for the first time. That was fun. And it was uh, Connor's birthday while we were up there and we were able to go fishing and we went and got him a pellet gun and we spent a lot of time shooting that with Gibby's cousins. And, yeah, it was just a fun time. Yeah, it was fun to be out in nature and just spend time together and yeah, make fishing rods. That was really fun, trying to figure that all out. We saw a beaver dam, which was cool. You could see all the bites and stuff on the bark and the trees. And, and there was, we saw, well, Zach saw a moose in the morning and then we saw a moose in the evening which was super fun yeah zach and i actually ended up uh, uh catching a look at the beaver which was lots of fun he went chasing after it and tried to jump in the uh little river to catch it yeah um, i think that about tops it off boys any other comments i don't think so I've, i'm good on my end <clears throat> yeah i think you covered basically everything we uh needed to discuss as far as that goes. Potter? I don't really have anything else to add. That pretty much sums up the weekend. I mean, I don't know how much time we want to take up talking about that, but we can go into detail about how we only got about eight hours of sleep the whole weekend. Um, that's pushing it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I got eight. I think I got six. I, I was going to say, I, I think you got the least amount of sleep. I averaged about eight or nine, and everybody else got decent amounts with their naps. Now, I don't know what a nap is, apparently. All you guys are all freaking taking naps and everything, and I'm up there just trucking away. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think, the, I think the next thing on our list is talking about what our spinning rod setups are. Michaela, yeah. do you want to start? Uh, sure. I have a Zepco slingshot. Um, it is five feet, six inches, medium light. Uh, let's see. It can have line weight of six to ten pounds and lure weight um, of four ounces, and yeah, that's my birthday pool from Connor. I was gonna say, um, I think if you're just starting into looking at getting a spinner pool or you know, looking into fishing, you got to look at what you're going to be fishing for first, and then match that with the rod. And so, all of us, you know, we all go for you know mostly trout that don't get too big. I mean. Biggest trout we're going to catch is probably 20, 24 inches, if that. That's even pushing it. Yeah, that's a big trout. We got some pretty light gear. Um, I have an ugly stick. It's, I think the actual that is a medium, medium light or something like that. It's a six foot full. Um, 
the line weight and lure weight, I think, is pretty similar to Kayla's. And that's about a you know, 60-12 pound line. <clears throat> I keep, I usually keep an eight-pound line on my reels. Just because I find that's a good happy medium. It's not going to break if a bigger fish takes it, but it's also durable enough for a small fish. Okay, so the setup that I have. I have a pink six-foot ugly stick. Um, it's a medium. I have a six-pound high-vis monofilament line on it. And Zach and I have started doing an all-around tackle box kind of basic kit that we just keep in our car. And my kit, I have... Um, Two different kind of Panther Martin uh, lures and then a gold jake in there. And then I just have some bullet weights and hooks and a couple swivels that make changing lures a lot easier. And that's about what I keep in my tackle box, just generalized. Yep. Um, guys, I've gone through a lot of different rods. I don't know everything, but I know something about rods a little bit at least. And I finally come to the conclusion that I prefer a six and a half to seven foot medium light rod. Uh, paired with a medium sized rail. I don't want a real big one. But I also don't want a little dink that's small enough that it's not going to get me through, you know, 200 yards of line. I want something that I can hold two to 300 yards of line on there. I'd like to pair that with a braided line. Um, and then at the end of that braided line, I'll put a 15, 20 foot fluorocarbon meter. And what, or what uh, pound test that meter is just depends on what I'm fishing for. I'll probably do six if it's for trout, maybe if they're big trout. And then if it's for bass, I'll probably put on 10 or 15 pound fluorocarbon. But that's just a phenomenal all-around finesse rod. So that's what I prefer. Give me what do you got? So I uh, right now I'm running a little um, panfish rod. Actually, uh, I'm gonna apologize now because I can guarantee I'm about to start coughing and or sneezing. I've been bailing hay, and that is the one thing on this earth I'm allergic to. But um, I go with a panfish rod. Because it's a lot lighter. I mean, Zach felt it. He can attest to it. I caught like a when I when I say it was probably a four inch, three ounce trout. That's not exaggerating. And it's it bought halfway decent on that rod. And I do that small of a rod because I want to feel the fish fighting a little bit. Now, if you're catching a lot bigger fish, you know, 20, 20 inches plus, that might not be their best rod. But for my cabin specifically, that's what I use because typically I'm not catching anything bigger than 18 inches. However, I do have a custom built. And when I say custom built, it's not one that we built. It's one that I bought and then we decided to modify. <laughs> Um, What's the reason for modifying it, Gibby? Uh, 
what's the reason we tell people, or what's the actual reason behind why it's modified? <laughs> modified. That's why. The the actual reason it's modified is because, um, on the way back from one of our trips to Malad, we I ended up throwing it in the bed of my truck with the kayaks and broke the tip. So that shrunk it up a little bit, and I like that. And then it, I forgot to pull it out and had it back with all my tools, and it snapped again and shortened up by another foot-ish. And I actually really like the di- the size it is right now because it's, it's small. Like, it fits in the back of my truck now, like, across my seat nicely. Um, Zach can also attest to – the, the size he doesn't like how short it is just because he doesn't like how short it is but it still gets the job done and it's fun to catch fish on that but I typically just go with um four or six pound p line is the brand and it's not the expensive one but it's not the cheap one I uh exact model off the top of my head so that that's what I run and like we say every time we talk about trout fishing I fish with a quarter to um, three eighths Jake somewhere in there and then I've got like a little rainbow spoon I really like Um, that's super super basic that's come from 18 years of fishing figuring out what I like if you're beginning I recommend getting just general basic um, sinkers that have the little ears so that you can pull them off and put them back on. And size 10 to 14 um, eagle claw um, hooks, I'm sorry. And just some other basic, just basic spinners. Um, Zach really likes the uh, Panther Martins. Cast Masters, Connor really likes the Jakes. I'm really liking this um, spoon I have. Zach, remind me of the brand, please. Cyclone. Cyclone, thank you. Sorry, I always forget. I don't know why I forget, but I forget. So I, I wouldn't recommend going out and spending more than $150 on a, a complete setup. Yeah. You know. Yeah, when I when I got Kayla set up for her birthday this year, I think in total, like I bought her a rod and reel from Walmart, a tackle box. Uh, I think it was like an eagle, eagle claw trout fish ultimate trout kit or something like that, and a handful of lures. I think it came out to be just under a hundred dollars, <throat> and it's been enough I, for her so I, far. I highly recommend that eagle claw ultimate trout box. Oh, yeah, it had everything that we needed. Um, it was only like $15, $20 or something like that. It was pretty cheap. Yeah. Now, when you get more into it, you know, you'll start spending 100 to $150 on a rod without a reel or a reel. Or just a reel if you're Gibby. Um, or me. Yeah. <laughs> He's not I, I spend a lot of money on my on my stuff now, and it's just because that's what I enjoy doing. That's what I would like to spend my money on. So that's why I spend my money on. Yeah, and um, you get your money out of it too. Because you know, we're doing it like 
every week at least. So you're definitely getting your money's worth. Yeah. Um, um, so that guy covers good. Trout and River. I was going to say, again. I wanted to kind of go back and talk about like your panfish pole versus like my medium pole. Okay. Um, <clears throat> just to kind of give everybody an idea of like the difference in what it does is with my pole because it's a medium action, it's a little bit yeah. stiffer. So yeah. Those, so the smaller yeah. fish don't fight as hard on it. The bigger fish, yeah, was more durable, durable for them. Yeah. But this one time I went, we were out fishing with uh, Zach and Melissa, and I was just kind of messing around with Kayla's pole, and I ended up hooking into a pretty good size trout. I think we decided it was roughly 18 inches long, and it felt like I was going to break her pole. I knew I wasn't because the pole was pretty durable, but that rod was bent and fish was fighting pretty hard. I thought it was going to break the pole. Because hers is a little bit lighter than mine. If I had caught it on my rod, just because it's a little bit stiffer, a little more durable, you know, I wouldn't have felt like it was fighting as hard. Yeah, so uh, you had mentioned that yours is a medium light, didn't you? Uh, Kayla's is a medium light. Mine's a medium. Okay, so um, we, we just built medium heavies, and what that is is just the the amount of tension that the rod can withstand correct me if i'm wrong um and so that panfish i have is a fast light is what i think it's called ultralight uh, ultralight thank you and then it's got a fast action um it will bend <clears throat> in half no problem without a whole lot of tension you know like it obviously if i pulled on it real hard trying to bend it in half, it's going to snap. Whereas if I did it with Connors, it wouldn't snap as easily. Well, and guys, part what, what we really want to convey here is there is no one rod or reel sticking across the board. I mean, if Gibby and I are going to go out and fish the crap that we were fishing in Malad, we're not going to take our medium trout rod. It just no. isn't going to do the job. We honestly, we're going kind of a light end using medium heavy. We ought to be using something akin to heavy action rods, ones that you would use for uh, frogging for bass or uh, pulling it out of lily pads. You mean you, you really want something thick? Um, yeah. but at the same time, you do that on a little trout stream for brook trout or for little cutthroat. You're gonna kill a fish doing that, and and you're gonna miss a whole lot of fish doing that because you're not gonna be able to fill the bites as easy. Mm -hmm. Along with that, I think you know, same goes for the fishing line that you're using. You know, when we say like you know six pound test line or eight pound test line or whatever, that's not like how many pounds of pressure it can take before it snaps. Like you could easily catch a eight or ten pound fish on a six pound test line it's just was it the amount of tension it can handle right it's the amount of snap it can take i don't know if snap is the right word but it's the amount of pressure it can take when the tension is on it so when a weight is dropped and attached to fishing line if the fishing line holds then right where that the lowest point of the drop 
the very lowest point of that drop is the tension on that line, and that's the amount that it can hold. So if it says six pounds, it doesn't mean it can hold a six-pound trout. What it means is it can withstand six pounds of pressure being yanked on it. And so, yeah, it really just kind of comes down to what you're fishing. You know, for me, a medium, a medium light with six to eight pound test, that pretty much covers any kind of trout fishing I'll ever need to do. And, you know, even being up here in these streams in Idaho, I find that it's, that is even a little much. Uh, more of the medium light and the light actions are better for those smaller stream fish. Does anybody have anything else to add for today? No, I think that's it. Um, <clears throat> we're sorry it's so short. We're all really busy and just trying to fit this in. So, Yeah, we had actually recorded probably three or four episodes up at the cabin, and we lost them on the way home, I guess. No, no, no. Sure we what did not lose them. We Zach, did not lose them. Zach and I lost them. Zach. The retard lost them. Not, You're not a retard. Not Melissa. Zach, the retard, lost them. He dropped his phone and broke the only backup that we had for the for the episodes. Yep. Well, nonetheless, we'll, uh, we're working on re-recording those and getting them back out to you. Um, but yeah, we're we're working on it. Yep. So. You can find us at Hunger for the Outdoors on Facebook and Instagram. Um, our email is hungerfortheoutdoors at gmail.com. Um, again, we are doing custom tumblers and stickers, and I have actually made us all some shirts that I will be posting pictures of here shortly. Um, also, guys, um, we are going to be doing a drawing here shortly. Um We've talked about this, and we as a podcast group want to reward your guys of our loyal listeners. And so we are going to be doing a fly box giveaway, um, and this fly box will be custom to you um, wherever you're at, and you can request special flies if you'd like, but all you have to do to qualify is leave us a rating or review and email us a picture. And if you're on a if you're on a platform where you cannot leave a review, go ahead and find us on Instagram or on uh, Facebook and tag a friend in it. Don't forget to uh, like the page and share it with your friends as well. Yep. If you'll send us a, a screenshot of you guys leaving a review, or if you'll send us. Uh, a message saying, hey, I left a comment or, hey, I did. I completed the challenge. We will look for it. And as soon as we are able to verify it, we will enter your guys' name for the drawing. And that will be held probably near the end of August. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, too, that, uh, you know, we're wanting to do uh, listener stories, you know, maybe once a month or something like that where, you know, we share stories of you guys' experiences out hunting, fishing, whatever it may be. Um, just something fun that you did in the outdoors. It doesn't have to be, you know, the fish that got away or the monster buck that you shot last year or whatever. It could just be a simple camping trip you had where you bonded with some friends or you taught your friend how to fish or whatnot. Uh, but be sure to get those stories into us. And if you have pictures, please send them our way and we'll post them. 
we want to get you guys more involved in the podcast and uh, do a listener story or something like that. Yeah, for sure. And one more thing, I have started a blog that I've been uh, writing about all of the adventures that we go on. So you guys are welcome to read about those there. And it's just called Hunger for the Outdoors. And I think I posted it on Facebook and on Instagram. So you can go find us there. Anything else from anybody? Nope. With that being said, we'll see you guys next time. I'm Gibson. I'm Connor. I'm Michaela. I'm Melissa. And I'm Zach.